Welcome back to another episode of our Eagle Perspective podcast. I'm Mike Siciliano, Dean of Students of the Upper School. I am joined today by another one of our amazing alumni, Sydney Saunders, class of 2014. Yeah. Former Eagle Scholarship recipient, if I may say so, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, and we can, we can talk about what that <laughs> is, but welcome back. Thank you for being here. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I asked this to to a couple other alums we recently interviewed, but like you're driving up Academy Drive this morning to come here. Yeah. What What did that feel like? Um, that's such a funny question. Uh, it's weird because I don't have to go to school, <laughs> and it's changed a lot in the yeah. like traffic patterns, which is a weird thing to notice. Um, and I think they may have thought I was a senior pulling in the senior lot this morning because they told me to go to the back gate. And I thought, I think I need to get my ID checked, but yeah. okay. Hey, listen, if you can still pull off being a senior, like own that, you know, like they would, I, um, for me, they'd be like, what are you doing here? Get yeah. out of here. So. Yeah. So I think I was a senior in high school this morning. Okay. Awesome. I haven't, I've never so you left, get, you apparently. you got AP Gov up there? Yeah, I do. I'm yeah. actually late. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's all right. I'll write you a slip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so update us a little bit on, you graduated in 2014. Yep. Um, what has your life been like since? Yeah. So graduated in 2014. I took a gap year and then went to the University of Virginia um, and graduated there in 2019. Okay. With Go Cavs. Wahoo-wah. Um, <laughs> uh, yep. I got my bachelor's in nursing and a minor in Spanish. Um, I met my husband while I was there, and then we were living in Charlottesville, Virginia the past two years. I was working at the hospital there, and he was in grad school. And then we got pregnant with our daughter and said, well, San Diego is just fabulous. We have to right? move back, We all come obviously. back, don't we? We yeah. all come back. Yes. Well, <laughs> I spent our entire dating relationship telling him why we should move here and he visited <laughs> often enough where he thought well duh why would you ever yeah, leave right so yeah we moved back may 2021 my daughter was born in september and so i'm learning how to be a mom uh still working at a clinic in oceanside just once a week right now and figuring out the mom life yeah, yeah. how are you enjoying that so far uh, it has been a wild ride. Okay. I've always wanted to be a mom, um, and I have worked with a lot of babies with babysitting, and then I was a mother baby nurse as well, but she has thrown in a lot of curveballs from the beginning, so trying to keep up with her has been interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have two little girls as well, as you know, seven and four, so we're... We're on that journey too. Now I got to meet your daughter this morning. Yeah. So like full of personality already. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yep. She's full personality. She came out screaming at the top of her lungs, <laughs> which if you know anything about how they score babies when they're born, they get an APGAR score out of 10. Most babies, if they're healthy, get an eight out of nine. Um, and it's based on like their color, their lungs, a whole number of things. And Cameron got a 10. Okay. So I knew from the beginning she was... Overachiever from the start. overachiever. Yeah. She had a lot to tell you. Um, yeah, she's got a lot of personality. She loves people. She is so aware. And I think we're going to have a hard time telling her to slow down. I think that's probably true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about your Santa Fe journey. Yeah. So you came here as a ninth grader, mm -hmm. right? How did you hear about Santa Fe? Did you have any previous affiliation... 
what was that? How did that all come together? Yeah, so I was homeschooled through fifth grade, went to public middle school, and about the time we were thinking of what high schools to go to, I was, um, I would have gone towards Carlsbad High School, but I didn't want to. I really didn't like public school because I felt pretty lost and unnoticed, and I'd say something that's really important to me is to be known and to be seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a couple friends that came to Santa Fe, and I tossed it out to my parents as we were talking about where to go to high school and said, oh, I'd really love to go to Santa Fe. And my mom laughed in my face. Um, Your mom, who, by the way, full disclosure, is now our marketing director. Yes, yes, she <laughs> okay. works here. And yeah. she laughed in my face um, because private school was never really something we thought about or yeah. thought would be an option. And then a wonderful friend said, hey, there's this Eagle Scholarship thing I think Sydney would be uh, a good fit for. So we looked into that. I applied to that, and that was a whole God thing of how I got it from the beginning. It was super clear that I was supposed to go here. Um, and I'm so thankful because I, what I can talk about later, but I needed to be super known and hmm. super seen yeah. at the end of my time here. And um, I'm just so glad I was. So I mean, that's how I got to SEC. It, and it's interesting, like you were seen from the get go. Right. Yeah. I mean, almost spotlight from the get go. I mean, so Eagle Scholarship, which is something that that we've done where we give one per year. And yeah. it's a full ride four year scholarship yeah. here to Santa Fe. In fact, I remember you, you don't remember because there were probably like 20 people in that room over there behind us. But when you came in and it got announced, but I remember a little, you know, 14 year old, 13 year old <laughs> you walking in. And it's like, here's our Eagle Scholar. Right. Um, so yeah. what was that like for you? Like you show up day one, Santa Fe, you know, you're this Eagle scholar. Was the adjustment tough, easy, somewhere between? Yeah. So I was so, so thankful to be here cause I knew where I would have gone instead. Yeah. Um, and I was excited to try some things I hadn't done before. So I, right before we got, or right before I got to Santa Fe, I had just started getting into running a lot, and so I did all the sports. I did track and field, soccer, and cross country my first year here, uh, and decided I really, really loved cross country and track, and that was a really big part of what I did at Santa Fe. Which you were really good at. Thank you. (laughs) I'll say thank you. (laughs) Um, So I was super grateful to be here because I... I had a really hard time in middle school and didn't really have a lot of friends. Had a really hard time adjusting in as a homeschool kid to the public school world. That was just weird. Um, And I felt, yeah, super lost. And my friends ditched me. And then I came to Santa Fe and felt like even if the friend situation and, you know, high schoolers are still high schoolers thing was still there. At least I had teachers and coaches that had their Mm. eye out for me and really wanted to invest in me and get to know me. So I still Mm. talk to and see teachers I had back then whenever I come and visit. Uh, Mr. Kim, obviously. 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 Um, (laughs) My former teacher too. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. So he, I was, I was in his very first class on his very first day teaching. He was 22. Yeah. So he tells us stories about that. Yeah, we, we weren't great to him. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but he's an amazing guy. Yeah. Yeah. So Mr. Kim, I still talk with 
um, Coach Miller all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Who was your track coach? Yep, track yep. coach. And then I see Madame Catania mm-hmm. often. And then I still see Mr. Hannon, Miss Odin all the time. And I love that I can come back and, you know, I'm how many years is that? Eight years out and mm-hmm. can. It feels like I still was here. It still feels like home here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then I love that I can bring my daughter around and everyone. It's like, oh my gosh, she's so great. Yeah. <laughs> so you talked about the importance of feeling seen. Yeah. What are some ways in which you felt seen during your journey at Santa Fe? Yeah, probably the most... One of the big ways I felt seen was through my coaches. So I am someone who can really get in my head and be really hard on myself. So I came into cross country and track kind of with no expectations, not knowing what I could accomplish. And then I started winning races and it totally fed my competitive drive to do really, really well. And I got all worked up in my head and would get super anxious before races. And I felt like my coaches knew me really well and would tell me things like, it's just a beautiful day to run. Hmm. And don't get inside your head. Just go out and have fun, which is super opposite of what I would expect a coach to tell me, which would be like, yeah, go out there and, you yeah. know. Right. Win or else you're cut. Yeah, exactly. Win or or you lose. Um, And I think that really helped me as I went into college and ran on the club team. And then even now as I run, I literally say in my head, it's just a beautiful day to run. That's awesome. So I love that they knew me that well to speak in to what I needed to hear. Um, And then probably the biggest way I felt known and seen was my senior year of high school, I had an eating disorder. I had it since middle school, but it really became apparent my senior of high school. And sweet Crystal, who was our Mm, athletic director, noticed something was wrong and um, gathered an accountability team of Coach Miller, who is my track coach, my parents and her, and basically said they were really concerned about me. And they had a care team that noticed something was wrong and got things in motion to get me the help I needed. Um, So without them knowing and seeing what was going on, I wouldn't have gotten the help I needed. And then, therefore, that led me going into treatment um, and taking a gap year and honestly led me into a very different life than I had before. So for that reason, I'm so, so thankful that I was known and seen because that would have gotten just that would have fallen through if I were at a public school not that I didn't have great friends or anything elsewhere but it's you're just so easily lost yeah and especially the cross-country track world it's so prevalent that it's really not seen or caught so I'm just so thankful that they knew me well enough to know when something was up yeah and it sounds like as well, and first of all, like, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And I know that, you know, there are young people in our students who listen and, um, it's a, it's a challenge in the world right now that a lot of young people have. So it's always good for them to see someone who's kind of been through it and, and talking about it. But it sounds like they also knew you well enough, not just to see it, but like how to sort of coach you and help you in a way that didn't feel like ultra judgmental or, cause you obviously weren't like raising your hand publicly saying, help me. No. Right? Like, how did you feel at first about them coming around? 
That's a great question. I was really angry because my whole identity was wrapped up in what I did. Yeah. Uh, Especially with running. I was doing really well as well. I was crushing it with the times. And they basically said, you know, you need to stay above this weight. We're really concerned about you. And if you can't, we're going to cut you because it's not healthy. And I was super angry about it. But I... It was really wise on their part because I loved running so much that if I got to a place where I couldn't control my eating disorder and yet still fell below that, then I knew some. that was kind of my trigger to know something was really, really wrong. Because within a week, I think I fell off of below the number they had said I needed to stay above. Hmm. And that caught... That triggered in me the realization that, whoa, something was really wrong because I kept telling myself it wasn't and making excuses that, oh, I'm just training really hard. Oh, I'm just stressed out because I have to to make these times to get into um, a track team in college because that's the only way I'm going to pay for it. I had this whole... Yeah. I had this whole structure of how things were going to happen so that I let that I let running fall aside was a big wake-up call to me that something was wrong, and then that led into going to get help yeah. and learning a whole new way of life. And and really, for the track coach to say, you're my best runner, yeah, <laughs> but I'm going to remove you from the team because I care about you, yeah. right? Long-term more was, was obviously in the long run important, but to you at the time was like, what do you mean you're going to not let me run, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I was really mad and then, but that's totally part of it too. Yeah. Um, but now I can think like, oh my gosh, I'm so thankful people saw what was wrong and I can't imagine my life before. Like I would say that's the closest example I have to like living out the verse of like, you know, your old self has died, mm. your new self is raised in yeah. Christ. That is my that is my personal experience within that verse of I can't even remember that old Sydney who had an eating disorder and all these like so rigid ways of living and then you know, I went through treatment, God really grew and shaped my faith and I learned a whole lot about who I am in Christ and it's not attached to what I do running faith wise whatever I said you know Sydney Saunders is this if because I do I learned Sydney Saunders is this because of Christ um so that them knowing who I was and what I needed and seeing something was wrong then led into me learning how to live in freedom in Christ yeah that is amazing. Like, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I'm, I'm well, inspired. I'm, I'm, like, I'm really passionate about I'm it. I'm sitting here like, how do I put my old self aside, <laughs> you know? Um, so it's a good transition into into maybe some some more directed faith area of focus. So yeah. you, you had been homeschooled. Yeah. Right? You had gone to public school. You came to Santa Fe, right? And there's chapel and, you know, praying before class and... How did all of that impact your faith journey through high school? And then what are the pieces of that that maybe you've held on to moving forward? Yeah. So I'd say 
I knew a lot in my head as I grew up because um, I w- am so thankful I grew up in a family where they loved the Lord, they loved us, and they wanted us to know him. And I, in middle school, you know, felt some tension with that as I interacted with people who did not know the Lord and kind of had some really different backgrounds. And I got to learn how to not be judgmental. Um, My parents would say they kicked me into public middle school so that I could learn compassion (laughs) because I had a way things should be. (laughs) Um, So yes, I learned compassion in middle school. And then I came into high school and I felt like I was so grateful to see how, you know, God can be brought into everyday moments. And I think that's something I'm really learning now as a mom is, um, how to bring in the gospel into everyday Mm. moments. And I love that. That was just such a practice to pray before class, to have chapel, just to have certain points throughout the day to be reminded, like, God is with us in that. Um, There's no, like, you know, this is my Jesus time, this is my school time, this is my bedtime, whatever. It's God is with us in all of that. So I love that that's just ingrained at SFC. Yeah. Do you have any particular like mentors that were here that you stayed connected with or that helped you in that journey? Most every teacher I had I could talk to at some point about anything. I most naturally talked with Mr. Kim a lot. Um, I took philosophy from Madame Catania my senior year, and I really, really loved that. I think yeah. that helped me put words to what I believed hmm. and why. Um, and then definitely my coaches, cause that was all yeah. about, um, you know, glorifying the Lord and whatever you do, regardless of your outcome, how you do what you do is what matters. Um, so that I think really, really stuck with me yeah. and still does as, you know, I think about most recently, I think about the Stephen Curtis Chapman song that says, you know, picking up Cheerios for the 15th time today. <laughs> but it's talking about do everything you do for the glory of the one who made you. And I think that was really, um, I learned that a lot through SFC. Or yeah. set up the foundation to then continue that on as you go into college and work and child. Yeah. We mix in like a Lucky Charms or a Fruit Loops in there in yeah. our house. I don't know if that's frowned upon, but like I can't I do know. Cheerios 15 times. I got to have a little variety. Uh, well, technically so. right now it's more sweet potato, but. Oh, I mean, hey, that's great. You know, enjoy that phase because yeah. <laughs> that went quick for us. So, um, okay. Yeah. So speaking of kids, you now have yeah. a seven month old. I do. Right. So I heard that you've already made an inquiry for what would it be, the class of 40-something? I don't know. Uh, way, way yeah, long. <laughs> what is it about Santa Fe, like, that it, if you were to consider, yeah. right, that, like, would would you be interested in having your kids come here after coming through? You know, is that is has that entered the discussion yet in your home? <laughs> oh, yes. Um, I would love it if our kids came here. And part of the reason we moved back here was because we both – love and desire community where we feel really known and that just wasn't happening in our small town of Charlottesville that it's a university town so people come and go all the time Mm -hmm. um so that's a big reason why we moved back here and I would really love that for Cameron to have the opportunity 
wherever she is to be super known and to know that she's super loved by a lot of people other than us. So I would, yeah, I'd love her to come to Santa Fe. Okay. I'll be I'll be cheering in those bleachers. Yeah. I mean, well, we can get you an application on the way out. All right. You might be the first one in. <laughs> so, okay, so we've talked a lot about you, the importance of being known and mm-hmm. seen here at Santa Fe. So you, you experienced that here at Santa Fe for four years. Yeah. And then you took a gap year and you ultimately went to UVA, right? Big, Wah-hoo-wah. huge public school. <laughs> go who's so, go. Yeah. So, and, and they've had some good years recently. Basketball, hey, national championship. Yeah, national right? championship 2019 yeah. and 2020 because there was no March Madness in 2020. That's right. So, so, you, so you're years. just claiming it. Yeah, we are. Okay, I'm not sure if that one's official. It's 100% official. <laughs> uh, how did you go there? And what what did you learn here about how to be seen and known that when you were there and in your life since Santa Fe, you've been able to still create that for yourself? Yeah. So I would say I had really great tools on my tool belt from Santa Fe. And then my gap year, I really solidified my identity in Christ. So by the time I left for college, I was real sure of what I believed and no one could tell me differently. Um, So, and I also knew what I needed to continue to foster a healthy Mm -hmm. faith, continue to be healthy for myself. So I came into college knowing, all right, I need to get plugged into a Christian fellowship. I need to get plugged into a church and I need to find a way to run competitively. So those were great things that I knew about myself. And then UVA is so big, it had all those. So I ended up going to, getting involved in Chi Alpha um, Christian Fellowship, which is where I met my husband. Um, I joined the club track team and that really helped give me community. And there was a lot I learned in that. And I will say when I first got to UVA, it felt really overwhelming because I got there sight unseen. I'd never left California. And here I was 3,000 miles away from home in a state I'd never been. Um, So knowing those three things that I needed to find really helped um, start somewhere. So I joined Chi Alpha Christian Fellowship. That automatically gave me some girls who are in my same boat that we could just talk about and do life with. And then I got, I had, you know, core group leaders who are a little bit older who um, came alongside me and um, were just there if I needed them because I felt super connected and known in San Diego but I knew nobody in Virginia yeah um so you knew you needed to have that connection I did and so you went out and found it using the tools that sort of helped you build community here yeah and I knew that finding a church was really important to me which that was somewhat of a struggle but um I had Chi Alpha and then through being in Chi Alpha I found I found my peeps. I found the people that I knew I could talk to about yeah. anything um, who would hold me accountable. Um, I lived with one of my best friends for two years, um, and we were both engaged at the same time. So that was also really cool to like go through similar seasons together. Sidebar to, to kind of the bulk of our conversation, but yeah. we've talked about the gap year a couple times. Yeah. And I feel like in, in my role here, uh, there are a lot of kids that are becoming more interested in a gap year yeah. and a lot of parents that are a little nervous about it because it feels non-traditional and it feels like, well, wait a second, we just sent you to a college prep high school. You should go right away. <laughs> yeah. If you take a gap year, you won't go. 
But what was it like for you? It sounds like it was a pretty positive year. Yeah. Well, it did not start that way, but it ended up being a really good thing. Um, I was forced into it. However, if I were to go back, I think it's a really good idea if you have a good plan for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I So I spent that whole year kind of relearning a lot getting the help I needed and then kind of the tail end um, was working and really learning how to take the things I learned in treatment and apply them in life so that by the time I left for college I felt pretty confident that I would be okay yeah Um, because especially with eating disorders they can come back and if you're not prepared and haven't practiced in a safe environment it's really easy to just go right yeah. back to what you were doing. Um, so I, yeah, the gap year was a good thing for me. I think I had a really hard time initially because I was of that mindset. You, yeah. you know, you go to high school, you can get in, you go to college, and if you don't, it uh, felt, I it, don't know. I don't I, have an if. It's, it, kids express sometimes it feels like a failure if you don't go right yeah. away. Yeah. yeah, and I <clears throat> definitely felt that, and I think that was something I really, really had to learn and trust the Lord in was – my whole part of my identity was, well, obviously I'm going to go to college and I'm going to go on a scholarship for running. And then running got taken away and then college for temporarily got taken away. So I got to learn in that, that God had a plan for my life that looked different than what I had. And I got an opportunity to let that go and let, um, to trust that he had something better for me. And I'm so thankful that I had that gap year and then went when I did because I don't think my first year or the years after at UVA would have been as good or as successful as they were because I had the time and the safety to kind of figure out what I wanted. I really solidified in that time that I wanted to do nursing. So I wasn't wasting my time paying for college trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, you started with much more purpose. I did. I started with purpose and I had had some real world experience so that, you know, if I had a lot of homework, it wasn't the end of the world. Right. I had done harder things before. (laughs) It was going to be okay. That's good. Yeah. And obviously, you know, we're not saying the gap years for everyone, but it's, it can be a useful, a useful tool in, in a lot of cases. And for me it was, and for anyone thinking about it, I just say, Make sure you have a plan what and a why. Yeah. Uh, this has been a ton of fun. It means a lot that you'd come back and, and share a little bit about your journey since. So thank you. Thank you. And if this is your first time joining us, thank you so much for listening to our Eagle Perspective podcast. Uh, we have more alumni coming and we have other episodes that we've got posted to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and elsewhere where podcasts are available. Check us out and we look forward to seeing you next time.